everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Character is who you are when you are under pressure, not who you are when everything is fine. And if there's anything that I know about the listeners of this podcast is that we are working to be our absolute best selves. We are working to build a character that we are proud of. So why are we running away from the pressure when it hits? Maybe you're not running from it. Maybe you're still afraid of it. That's okay. But that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Pressure in life, in chasing goals, in actually doing things that you care about is inevitable. So instead of running from it and letting it deter us, what if we could talk about strategies and tactics to help us succeed when the pressure is on and it's really freaking hot? That's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week. Uh, Y'all, it's football season. We are into it. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed the tacos from last week. They were leftover turkey day tacos. Delicious. Hopefully you enjoyed your turkey day as well too. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, But this is just because we like wings and we can make healthier versions of wings except for we did not make chicken wings. We made cauliflower battered wings. You're freaking welcome. So if you are curious and hearing what the buffalo crema tacos is all about... You need to go check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. It's pretty dang delicious. Alrighty, let's jump in, shall we? <sighs> uh, final countdown is on to the DECA World Championships. It is Monday, and I leave on Thursday afternoon. I don't compete till Sunday. Uh, I'm going out there a couple days early just to get, you know, acquainted, well-rested, cheer on some of my friends, all the things. Um, but it's here and it's happening. And I set this goal that I was going to go after this in like May. Like when I did my 12 hour walk, you guys probably remember that episode. If you've been listening for so long, Uh, I think it was the episode that said, this will change your life. I went on my 12 hour walk. And in that moment, I wrote down that goal of, I'm, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to make this like a freaking thing. And here I am, so freaking lucky to have qualified in my rookie season to be an age group competitor in the 25 to 29 division against so many other incredible women, the top 20 women in my age group in the entire freaking world. Like, excuse me? (laughs) What? (laughs) Insane. But uh, as excited as I am, I think what inevitably gets attached along with it is the pressure. Because I put this sort of stake in the sand that I was going to do this. And now that it's finally here, I've put so much time and energy and just mental, emotional, physical investment into it. It's all surmounting to this one moment. I have one shot. I have one race to kind of top off this year and everything that I've done. And I think a lot of people... They don't always thrive underneath that sort of pressure because we build up this story of like, if I don't, then this was a waste. Or if I don't, then I failed. Guys, if you feel like whether it is a big speech, whether it is um, 
something that you've got going on at work. Maybe it's an end of the year goal and you see 2024 just right around the corner. It doesn't have to be an athletic event for this to be applicable. But just hear me out. If you feel like you're in that situation where you're just building up so much unnecessary pressure on yourself, you have to listen to what I'm going to tell you. But also know that all of the power is in the stories that you're telling yourself right now. The way that I've started to look at this event is that it's just another workout. It's exciting. It's a workout where I get to go and celebrate myself and the fact that a few years ago, I said yes to myself and this wouldn't have been possible a few years ago, right? That's what I'm going out there to celebrate. I am not going out there to try and take the podium. Yes, that's a fun stretch goal. Yes, that would be absolutely amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'd be super thrilled. And there is still part of me that wants to challenge myself with that outcome. But I'm not attached to that. I am attached to the fact that this has been my one constant the entire year that has brought me through so many tough moments, so many disappointments. And more importantly, it's helped me so much on my self-love journey of seeing how freaking capable I am, how enough and worthy that I am, and how lucky am I that I get to go and do this, right? So I want you to take what I basically just said and try and find a way to apply that to your situation. Look at your situation at a very different lens. Tell yourself a different story about how this isn't the end of the world if it doesn't go the way that you want it to. This is a way to celebrate. This is a way to learn. This is a way to collect data. This is a way to be almost like a stepping stone, right? To have some sort of stepping stone. Whatever it is that brings you back down and regulates your emotions to a more calm level, you need that, okay? You need that. Uh, That was not one of my tactics that I wrote down to succeed under high pressure, but let me tell you, it's a really freaking good place to start, okay? So let's talk about some tactics. Speaking of which, I have a couple of them for you. The first one, change your relationship with pressure. I talked about this last week on the podcast of how you know if you were making progress in your life and is how you deal and manage pressure in your life. More importantly, being able to change your relationship with it. What is your current relationship with it? Have you thought about it? When you merely just say the word pressure, how does it make you feel? Like what comes up for you? How would you describe it to somebody if they were like, hey, what's your version of pressure? Those three questions alone, I want you to just journal, like think it out. And the answers to those are going to give you so much clarity onto how you view pressure and how it shows up in your life. Is it something that makes you like roll up into a ball in the (laughs) position and want to cry? Or is it something where it's like, yeah, like it's uncomfortable, but you know what? Like, This is the ish right here as when I'm in these moments. What I have come to find is that every time I am put under some sort of pressure, two outcomes will happen. First, I have my best performance because I am challenged, truly. Like, have you ever heard that diamonds are made under pressure? Uh, Duh. Right, when you have the opportunity to be under pressure, you have the opportunity to see, okay, just how far can I take this? How far can I go? right? That's exciting. So that is one outcome. And one way that I see pressure is I usually find that I have some of the better performances. And as stupid as the sound, you guys, literally today, I'm like, I have to pack, I have to clean, I have to do this and that and workouts and clients and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
here we go. Time to practice what I preach. Let's put myself under pressure. I guarantee you, when you are under pressure, you will get done so much more in one hour than you would get done in 10 hours when you had no pressure. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) Okay, so take that as another small example as to what pressure can do for you and how healthy it can be for you and helpful can be for you in your life. The second outcome that tends to happen for me personally is that I learn from my shortcomings. And I didn't want to say from my failures or from my mistakes. Those to me... They they have a positive definition, but for most people, they tend to have a negative connotation. So I wanted to say shortcomings as maybe I fell a little short of the ideal or wanted outcome. It does not matter if I'm under pressure and I get all crazy pants and I totally fly off my rocker or go out too hard and then I'm on the floor dying. I, I'm just telling you random things that have literally happened in my life from being under pressure. But like, quite literally, I'll sit there and be like, hmm, that wasn't productive. Let's learn from that and not do that again. That's a gift, right? So all of this to say, change your relationship with how you view and manage pressure in your life right now. Because when you do that, then you will realize that this situation is more of a gift rather than like this, oh my God, why in the hell did I decide to do this? (laughs) Okay. Second thing, specificity is everything. Oh my gosh. That is literally how I train my brain and my physical being is by getting stupid specific with what it is that I'm about to do. But first, before I talk about that, I want to back up a little bit as it relates to specificity is I want you to start with asking yourself, how often do you experience pressure in your life? And if it's not Very often, like if you look back and you're like, oh, I'm kind of the person that's like, when pressure arises, I just either like put a bandaid on it or shut the door and quietly walk away. Like if you kind of just feel like, I try and do everything to stay away from it. I'm going to ask you to challenge yourself to find small ways that you can do that more often. Because when you do that, or I guess when you don't do that, you cannot collect really, really important data. And that important data that I'm referring to is your tendencies, emotionally, physically, mentally, and how you troubleshoot them. If you don't experience pressure, you don't get those answers. And if there's anything that I've come to learn, you guys, is really the whole reason why we get nervous or why we feel pressure in the first place, just like those feelings of like, oh my God, fight or flight, I think I'm going to poop my pants, is because we're not, we're in the unfamiliar zone. And our nervous system, the way that we evolve, we freaking hate the unknown. Anything uncertain is like death to us. So if we can bring a little bit of familiarity to it because we've gone into these high pressure situations or low pressure situations for that matter, so many times, something that you used to see as a big deal, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but but I got this, right? So it's such a great way to just condition yourself. And that brings me into the second thing, which is simulating a similar situation that will help ease the feelings of nervousness or whatever comes about for you when the big moment comes. Nerves, you guys, I want to say this too, they're good for you, okay? They can be good for you, I should say. But there's a difference between good nerves and between bad nerves. The good nerves get you ready for performance. They get you ready to freaking go and run through the wall. Bad nerves 
are the ones that knock you off your mental game where you're literally telling yourself every negative story in the entire world and you can't even breathe or think straight. Like those are the nerves that we want to stay away from. Again, this happens because you are in an unfamiliar situation. So if we simulate a very similar situation to what it is that we're about to do, if you do the run through of the speech right now, what I'm currently doing is I'm doing sims of the runs of the the different DECA strong runs that I'm going to be doing, right? So that way, when it's time to go, it's not like the, oh, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't have a game plan. Like you're not like sitting there ping ponging back and forth. All you got to do is just show up and press play. And it is so important in that moment to have that. Because also guys, like when you don't have that game plan, when you don't have that feeling of like, I've been here before, now it's just time to press play. You don't have the opportunity to just be present and enjoy it. And if there's anything that I want you to do when it comes to some of these high pressure situations, which for some of us is world championships, big moments in our life, God, don't you just want to enjoy it a little bit? I freaking hope you do because I know that I, I do this weekend. That's all I want is to enjoy it, okay? So do specific things that are going to condition you in all the ways for when that moment comes. Okay, the next tactic is the fact that visualization is your missing link between all of this, truly. How you talk to yourself and your thoughts, they are all so important. But take it a tiny step more, like forward, with actually creating pathways in your brain that tell you and show you that you are capable of it, okay? What I mean by that. Is, and I know that there's some people that will argue this, whether or not this is true. For these purposes, I was a psychology student. I've heard it nine times out of ten that this is an accurate statement proven by science. Your brain does not know the difference between what is real and what is imaginary. So what if we use that to our advantage? What if we visualized ourselves and everything from getting up, making the breakfast, to doing the mobility, to doing the warm-up, to having that moment when you're sitting there in this, you're getting ready to go, you're at the start line, to every single little piece of the race. What if you had that pathway, right, of what it is that you wanted to feel, the cues of how you were going to breathe, what you're doing, like all of that stuff. Physically see yourself doing the thing. The more you create that pathway, the more, guess what? Your brain's going to be like, oh, boop, doing that. It's the same thing that we just talked about with specificity. You are carving a specific pathway for the pain cave. (laughs) That's what I call it anyways. So visualization. Not only visualize how you want it to go ideally, but also visualize what if the thing that you are most afraid of happens. I know that some of you are like, wait, why? That sounds like a negative thing. I thought this was all about positivity. It is. But going back to a game plan and understanding that our body, when it's in fight or flight, if something goes wrong, if it's unfamiliar and we don't know how to react, we're going to maybe potentially go off the deep end if you are not ready for that. So again, we have to create a pathway for that as well too. Visualize what if the worst thing happened And please don't forget this and, because otherwise this will not work (laughs) if you just do the first part. And visualize yourself putting together or putting into action the solution, okay? 
Because then guess what? It makes the unfamiliar more familiar. So if that moment happens to happen, you've already visualized through that. In fact, some of the best athletes in the world, from my perspective, it's not that they don't ever make mistakes. It's that they are able to adapt when things go the opposite way of what they originally planned. It's almost just they're like, okay, that didn't work great. I'm going to put my hand slightly this way and then boom, it, it just, it worked for them. And they don't freak out. They don't give into the pressure. They don't give into the situation. They just they are like, okay, that was data. Data collected, boom, time to go. Okay, so visualization is that missing link between what it is that you need to do when you're preparing and when it comes to the actual moment itself. Don't forget it. It is so stinking important. Okay, in addition, this is something that you will specifically find me doing (laughs) the day of the race all morning. I literally have already written out like what it is that I want to do to control what my morning's going to look like on that Sunday. It's this nest tactic, which is to build and find proof. I talk about this one all the time. So of course, you're going to hear it over and over and over again. But with specificity, by training yourself under pressure, you'll gain proof. Hey, I did that once. I could probably do that again. When you celebrate your wins and log them on a regular basis, then you go back and you look at those wins and boop, there's your proof that you can, right? Go back to similar situations, not only when you succeeded, but when things went wrong, right? When it got hard, how you were able to get back up. One of the first things that I thought about was the week that I was so heartbroken. I literally had just gotten my heart broken by this stupid dude. And (laughs) it's not like the name of the game for me this year. I just have to laugh because like, oh my God. But anyways, that's not, that's not the talk for this. Um, (laughs) But I just been so heartbroken and I had a very important deck of strong to do that weekend. It was one of my last times to try and qualify for the elite wave. So I didn't make the elite wave this year, but I had one of the worst runs all year. And it wasn't because of that specific situation. I mean, yes, I'm assuming that mentally, emotionally, physically, I was so drained and exhausted from dealing from that, that yes, it it did that. But I literally thought about, wow, I went through one of the hardest freaking weeks and I went to this race and I went out too hot and heavy. And then all of a sudden I was like sucking wind and I did not think that I could finish. And my mom looked at me and was like, Kayla, you can do this. You've done this plenty of times before. It doesn't matter right now what time you get. All that matters is that you finish and you show yourself that you can. And she was so freaking right. And I, even though it hurt so badly and I was just dying, you guys, like literally this was the worst experience ever doing tech. I was like, oh, do I want to do this again? The fact that I had that, I was like, you know what? There's probably nothing that could be worse than that. I still showed up after one of the hardest weeks when things weren't going my way and I felt like I was going to fall over. You better believe that no matter what, I'm going to finish. Because guess what? That's one of my biggest fears is that I go out too hot and heavy and that I fail and that I don't finish. Well, I already just proved to myself that I I did that. So it it doesn't matter because it's not going to happen. I already finished, even when it felt like the literal worst. So all this to say, build the proof through specificity, training, all the things and go back and find that similar proof as well too. Okay. All right. Last one here for you guys. Last tactic for succeeding under high pressure. Please just remember this. What is meant for you 
will never, ever, 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 ever miss you. What is meant for you will never miss you. It is a gift that you are here in this situation with this sort of pressure around something you care so much about. The fact that you have something in your life that is important to you. Let go of the outcome. Knowing and trusting that if it is meant for you, it will never miss you. And just instead, get wrapped up in this feeling of being present in all of the joy and all of the excitement that this situation is bringing to your life. Please, you guys, just remember that if you have pressure in your life right now, you are doing it right. You are not doing it wrong. You are making progress You are actually going for it and you are creating a life worth living on your terms. And that is so freaking special. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. I hope that this episode truly helps you in these bigger moments in your life to not only just show up, but to show up and thrive and do the dang thing. If you feel like this is an episode someone else needs to hear, knowing that they have a big moment coming up, please share this with them. Uh, Everyone needs a little bit of extra love right now, especially as we are holding hands together and just making a splash through the end of 2023 going into some bigger goals for 2024 also be sure to share it on social media you know the drill but thank you guys so much week after week for all of your support i am sure that next week will be all about all of the learnings and something incredible that happened no matter what the outcome was from this weekend uh but until then you guys show up for yourself that's all you gotta do show up for yourself I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Taco About a Tuesday. See you then.